on this pod. Oh, welcome back to Pepe Sanchez. I'm Seth Allen. This is my secret basketball podcast. Don't tell Pepe about this. Please don't. Please don't tell him. I feel so weirded out if I ever had to talk to him now. my Never meet your heroes, especially if you name a weird basketball podcast after them. That doesn't really have much to do with them. We got history today. This is the first ever guest to Pepe Sanchez. Uh, Mike Richmond, welcome. Hey, welcome. Thanks. thanks for having me. How old is Pepe? You think? Uh, Pepe gotta be uh, about forties. He's in his forties. Yeah, 40s, I I'd think say. I was gonna say forty-five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's he's thriving. He's into photography now. I like all his photos on his Instagram page. He's prime he's podcasting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he's, yeah, he is. He really is. Um, Mike. Uh, first of all, thank you for over an early supporter of the Pepe Sanchez pod. You you fact check me every once in a while when I say something, which is hilarious. Uh, I always appreciate that. And I wanted to have you on this. I got inspired to have you on the pod today because I woke up this morning and you know a, a, a casual a, a casual basketball friend that I have. Uh, he messaged me about Dame being at the Colorado game with or about Chauncey being at the Colorado game with Kyle Lowry or whatever. And uh, then I had, then I, before I know it, I'm back in the trade machine and I'm, ta- I'm talking to him and he's like, oh my God, what? I was like, yeah, you know, if, the, if all they get is expirings and first round picks and, uh, you know, a few, a few picks and expiring contracts, that's, you know, maybe that's all we can expect. And then maybe they can use something like that later to get more. And then I'm like, I'm doing this again. You're back. You got pulled back in by <sighs> one text message. And I just got depressed that once again, I'm, I'm, I'm queuing up fake Dame trades uh, you know, I was actually texted today. You know, the key is including Simons. Simons is the key, not Tyler Harrow. Simons in a three-team deal, possibly to the Spurs. See, I'm doing it again. You're I hate you're, this. You're, you, yeah, you're too deep. And um, this has been a horrible summer. I, this, I've never talked about it on the pod because I wanted to rise above. You did. You actually text me. Uh, this is off pod, but you said you're going to try to avoid the Blazers this year. And here mm-hmm. you are, one text message. So this was earlier this week. You're avoiding the Blazers. One text <laughs> message from someone else, and you're back in. I'm not. Trades. I am nothing if not. A, I am not a man of my word at <laughs> all. You should never trust me on anything. But so how long? I mean, I imagine uh, all 30 to 40 people who listen to this pod know you probably personally. But how long have you been covering the Blazers? Like um, from the. I started. I covered the pl- like in real full like doing it. Yeah. I covered the playoffs in 2014, and then oh I jumped God. into the f- the beat right after that. Yeah. So that was the Dame shot against Houston. Okay. And then they lost to the eventual champion Spurs. You started in the age of optimism. Yeah. I oh think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Literally the the height. The first champion. The first playoffs championship. Right. First playoff series they'd won in 14 years. Um, Damon LaMarcus a pairing that was going to yep. take them a long way. Yep. Yeah, so I, that was it's almost 10 years ago now, okay. which is too long. Yeah, and you covered them for the, mostly for the Oregonian? Were you so Oregonian? I, I covered time? the Oregonian until 2018, until I got got, because newspaper... Uh, all right. Newspapers are shrinking. And then I worked for a... Bezos got your ass. Yeah, he got Bezos me. got your ass. <laughs> he got me good. Yeah. Um, some other people did, but they're not going to get it <laughs> name-checked on the pod. Um, uh, and then I worked for, uh, you know, regional television, NBC Sports. Right, Northwest. that's right. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Shane Brennan. He got on TV a lot more than me. Yeah. Um, he's never getting on this pod, though, so never. it's fine. He's banned. <laughs> Lifetime banned. Perma-banned. Uh, and now I work for a podcast network called Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, which has taken off. 
Uh, as, as the media industry dies, as it turns out, having it's roughly 600 contractors churning out content for you is a very, yeah, very good way to do it. You're perfect for this because as much as – see, I just – I watch basketball for pleasure, right? So I check in and out. But locked on, I believe the requirement is you have to release a new episode every six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's the, the thing with locked on. I actually – did you know I did it for a while? I, I hosted Locked On Blazers for like two weeks. Two weeks, and then I had a mental breakdown. Oh, it's I a like, lot. I hated it's a this. Lot. Yeah, it's I brutal. absolutely hated this. And <laughs> it I was didn't too know much. That. It's too much. Yeah, I, there was like a brief period where where they gave me a try, and it was technically, they I got I remember getting a check in the mail for doing for doing it. I was like, wow, that's weird. Was it uh, under fifty dollars? I can't remember. I should have framed it as like <laughs> my big podcast. Payday. I know someone who has a still maybe an uncashed paycheck from their first early locked on days we're doing a lot better really? now early yeah, locked on days big. and it's like twelve dollars yeah so how's how's lock doing uh he's great he's a big he's you know he's a believe big time believer in the jazz regardless of what they look like and yeah they choose a new color scheme every year which i think is tough is for his him name ryan lock david david lock if you don't know locked on it's david lock who's the who's a broadcaster for the jazz who just had this idea for a podcast network and he's, just he's, made he, it happen he kind of invented daily sports podcasting yeah. and then turned it into an empire and then yeah. he sold it and it got bought by someone else and oh, he really? still he still does it because he loves the grind oh my god just for the love of the game for the love of the game i talked to him once uh well i talked to him a few times when i was doing it he was really trying to kind of rein me in and try to make <laughs> he me just, he was trying to make me more a little more professional he gave me a lot of like very good professional advice <laughs> he's, like, he's like i'm a pro uh, here's how you do it but i remember he he said he caught one thing I'll, I'll always remember is he said you were surprisingly insightful which i don't know why he had to say surprisingly yeah, that's tough that's a tough and he also told me that uh he thinks he could have been a comedian and he said he would just make fun of his mom the whole time. He's, apparently, he does an impression of his mom, and he goes, my mom is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, actually, that probably would work. Yeah, uh, that, I, do, I do think that is uh, probably like a 12-city tour of just like <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm just going to go back in time. We're like three months post-Dame asking for a trade, right? It was July 1st, the morning July of July 1st. 1st. The morning of <laughs> a day that will live in infamy. I was mowing my lawn. I know and, where I was. And uh, I kind of felt relief when I first saw it. I'm like, good, finally. Like, finally we can do this. Because yep. uh, obviously it's been going that way for a while. And I remember I had a show out in uh, Beaverton at this dive bar, and it was a horrible show. It was horrible already. And then um, I had to go up, and there was, by the time I went up, it was one of those ones way too long, horrible comedians, not a lot of people there in the beginning. The person before me had, like, everyone had, like, basically walked. There's one table that's, like, holding the show, an audience. And the person before me, they hated. They they all walked out. So when I got up there, there was, like, three people left. They were super hammered. They were just, like, they were, like, glassy eyes just staring at me. And so I started just, like, talking about the Dame trade request. And it, and it woke them up, and it became so sad. And someone bought a shot for me, and we just had, like, a town hall about Dame. And like, we just had like a little group community discussion about it, and uh, <laughs> that was—I think that was the day. It was either the day of or a couple of days later. I can't remember. Um, and then, of course, like the the news updates of basically nothing, and like the social media posts. And I was like, "This is like Dame malaise." Like I got so tired of just hearing about it. Um, this is the first time in my life I actually I stopped wearing my Blazers hat. Because I got tired of having conversations People about it. People would stop you and ask you about Dame. Everywhere. 
what do you think about Dame? Everywhere. Because I'm like, all right, I can't wear I, – I had to become a Tampa Bay Rays fan. I wear a Tampa Bay Rays hat because nobody ever talks to me about the Tampa Bay Rays. Nobody has shit to say, all right? And so that, like, I, uh, my Blazers hat is just – it's in the closet until this happens. Uh, I just got tired of talking about it. But I imagine you had to, like, live it. Yeah, so I have a unique thing where I have to engage. So, like, you have a friend who texts you and says, hey, you know, Chauncey mm-hmm. Billups and Kyle Lowry are at this game. The trade's happening. It's back on, baby. We're, yeah. uh, fire Joe Cronin, whatever. I have to engage with people I don't know about the Dame trade, right? Because mm-hmm. I churn out these podcasts, and I have uh, an email address where people can find me and a YouTube channel and all this shit. And so um, I... I meet or encounter I think it's probably the right way to say I encounter, I, I encounter wow. people who have opinions about Damian Lillard who I have right. not solicited for their opinion right. I've just talked into a microphone they just like, gotta tell somebody hey dog let me just let me just run this one by you let me just run, hold on let me just run this one. or they're like what if hold on, hold on what if yeah what if uh-huh. it's he stays and I'm like what if they trade him to uh, Monaco? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, hold on. What if they <laughs> just, what if they just send his ass to Charlotte? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they could do whatever. So I, I do, I've encountered it a lot, and the, the unique part about it is because Dame has decided that he's only going to one place. He's yeah. only going to South. He's only going to South South Florida. Yeah. So help him God. Is that I now encounter a lot of Miami Heat fans. Oh. Which, I don't know this to be the case, but they seem to skew a lot younger. Yeah, and they're fun too. Yeah, and they're intense. Back they, in the when when I was on Twitter and when Twitter was before it was as bad as it got towards towards when I left, like in the er, like the early like I want to say like 2012s and stuff, I got really into Heat Twitter because they were so much fun. It was like I felt like Blazers Twitter was more like arguing and like trying to know the most, and yeah. then I felt like Heat Twitter was just like people doing donuts in the parking lot just like I'm well then they also it's like they have lebron and d wade it's like we're yeah. going to be in the finals yeah like and we're gonna have fun doing it yeah i remember they had a they all used a whenever someone tried to uh, correct someone else they would reply with a a cop car image that said heat twitter police <laughs> so it was like this very much like it was a it was a fun community they were all just dirt bags yeah i really liked it I, I will say they're very online, which um, is great because I, mm. you know, I, the engagement's good for the community. Yeah. Please keep. I mean, all of you listening to the uh, to the this podcast, I'm sure all there's probably what uh, one Heat Twitter person listening to this podcast. I hope they so. Found God. It. Please reach um, out. <laughs> you know they they're you know please I, I need the engagement. My family eats off <laughs> my family survives off your engagement on YouTube. Um, so yeah, like I I've been not only at my sort of inundated or, or exposed to the people who are just like have Damian Lord opinions and have since May mm. and then hype ramped up in July and then now I do I'm everyone's sports friend I think yeah. you probably experienced this huh. too where yeah. you're everyone's sports friend they're yeah. like Seth knows about sports I'm gonna text him about I got a sports thing I'm gonna text him about yeah. this yeah and I am like I have so many different like actual friends who are into sports but then I also have like especially like in uh, the comedy scene Someone at an open mic, we're just waiting around. They're like, oh, I'm going to talk to Seth about basketball. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Damian Lillard, huh? Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. I get it at work where they're like, you do, you, you, you're you a blazer, blazer guy, yeah. right? And I'm like, should I say no? Yeah. <laughs> should yeah. I say no? I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then it's like, what's going to happen? Um, so I get it. I've been, I would say that I am, I'm worn out by it, but I, yeah. I think I've come around full circle. Where now I legitimately enjoy the stupidity of it. Oh, really? I'm back. Where it's like, there was a time when I was like, I can't talk about this anymore. I don't want to do... I So I do a podcast 
you know, through July, five days a week. Yeah. So, and there it's, it's, a, it's a half hour long, five days a week. And just you. Just, most, most of the time, it's just me. Just I, do, I do probably, out of the five each week, I'll do one interview. I feel like the Pepe Sanchez podcast is like the underground locked on. It place. is. It's, <laughs> it's you, you're, that's why I really gravitated towards it. One guy in a room talking. I respect the grind. Looking at the clock. I respect <laughs> the grind. Like 28 minutes. That's probably that's good, good for today. That's good. Yeah, that's good for today. So, I, I kind of just had to stop. Um, some of it was like you you know you got to feed the beast every time you talk gotta about Damian Lillard you just those it's the sweet sweet listens and download numbers it's like okay I could keep, but I yeah. I just I got worn out and then I came so that was like July to the end of July and then we get into August and by the by the end of August I'm like you know what I'm back let's talk about this dumb shit some more let's go um, so I've experienced in the, full, in, in the two months, we're into month three, we're now two and a half months into this, I think I've experienced the full cycle of being like, fuck this, to being like, you know what, no, this is the this type is of dumb shit that I enjoy. This is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I hope he makes it to training camp. I hope he comes. He's not going to, right? Well, I have, I have, I heard a, uh, a source of a source of a source today. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Told me that Dame filmed his thank you Portland goodbye video with the Blazers. I believe it. So, and then, like, the fact that you sh- you just hit me with your, that Dame deleted a IG post, of what, which was basically, like, soon or yeah, something. Yeah, future heat legend, or just, you know, Miami legend soon or whatever. So it could be that it's it's close. I got, I just think, I don't know. Um, it's It just seems to me that the Blazers are going to look themselves in the mirror yeah. coming into training camp, which or media days, October 2nd. And they're going to look themselves in the mirror and they're like, we don't want to do that shit. We don't want to, uh, we no don't want, you know, no, the Blazers aren't built for that. Uh, they talk tough. <laughs> they t- they've been talking tough. They're not built for Dame in training <laughs> but camp. I don't, I don't know. Absolutely not. I don't know if they want to do it. This I, is not Philadelphia. Um, I'm not very like well sourced. I like, listen to my podcast, uh, but it's <laughs> But I don't know that many people who still work in the league. Like I, I when I did it, I knew people and I pursued this and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But now I kind of do it as a side gig. Like I have a real job that um, I don't actually eat off engagements. Like I have a real job with with healthcare and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a brain surgeon. Yeah, a lot of people in, don't know that. In real life, I work nights as a and brain then, surgeon. And then you go and you you save somebody's <laughs> brain, and then you and then you go talk about. And I put uh, a little C.J. Ellaby in factoid the, in their brain. The, the two-way signing, the Exhibit 10 that the Blazers are bringing I'm like, here's in. the thing about E10s. It's not even a real contract. It's just a future bonus. It's a future bonus. It's more just like a promise that if you stay on the team, we'll give you $30,000. Yeah. Um, no, like, so I, I just, I don't know that many people still in the game, right? I know five or six, maybe eight but like three, That's enough. But like three of them return my text messages. So oh, okay. I have five other people. Like, like, like I get, like I, I'll here. I, I can brag a little bit. I get text Dame's agent. Yeah. Text him right now. Yeah. That motherfucker's not gonna text me back. He hasn't texted me back in eight years. So oh. You know. So it's like, um, he'll leave me on. Let's send. Let's send him a, a <laughs> gif of Forrest Gump doing the run, running yeah. out of the driveway. <laughs> it's like, exactly. And just see what he does. <laughs> Send him the, the, who was oh, the Andre Drummond doing peace as he was about to make that layup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, so it's like, I, but someone who I know and works in the league and I trust told me back in July, they were like, oh yeah, this is going to be over pretty quickly. And so I was like, word, I trust you. Yeah. You know, you're like, this is, I don't know that many people, but this is someone I trust. So I'm like, in July, I'm kind of, I've geared up. I'm like, yep, a couple more weeks and Dame will be in Miami. It's all going to, and then, yeah. And that's that kind of led to me getting being like, was I lied to? Fuck mm. this! Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was lied to. I think this person was just wrong. Sometimes people are wrong. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've learned that too. <laughs> like sometimes people who source of a source of a source, a source of a source, or also like they legitimately it was going to be that way, right, and then yeah. something changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, it was that going that going to be that way, and then uh, it's like when Dame was going to ask for a trade in 2021. He certainly was. Yeah. And then he decided not to. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe pushed by Henry Abbott saying that he was. Maybe spiting, maybe spiting True Hoop. I don't believe that. Dude, the, the Abbott effect, it's far-reaching. He's a, he's a shadowy character. Portland uh, legend. Portland legend. <laughs> Henry Abbott. Really loved his big, uh, his big, this is all a conspiracy to engineer a Dame exit. I loved it. I want him to do more of it. You know, I'm, like, I'm not as online as I used to be, so some things have changed. Like I, Now that I'm not on Twitter... Like I check Hoops Hype Rumors page every day. Yeah, like okay. a real gross. That's really that's that's worse. absolutely I'm disgusting. Be honest, you should just have a Twitter account. It's well, <laughs> it's still <laughs> not as bad as Twitter, but it's pretty gross. And then I'll check Blazers Edge to see if there's any Blazer stuff. Um, and then I listen to uh, the Hoop Collective podcast. Yeah, okay. And during the season, and this is a compliment I've I've said to you before, but what I liked about when you're covering the team is. When I don't want to watch the team, but I still want to know what's going on, I would read yours, and I felt like, oh, Mike all, Mike's like paying a lot of attention. I remember there was years of Dame and CJ minutes staggering. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Updates, the, yeah, that's like, that's a Mike Richmond classic right there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is like, but you know, this is like the, this is the paying a lot of attention, deep cut stuff that I need. But also, I don't want to fucking, oh, yeah, I don't want to watch yeah, this yeah, team, yeah. <laughs> but I want to know what's going on. So that's <laughs> you were my resource for that for a long time. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, Are you worn out by this? Because you text me, you said I, I want to talk about Dame fatigue. Do you have a great fatigue. deal of Dame fatigue? I have so much Dame fatigue. Are you just? When did it set in? It set in and probably uh, okay. Because let's okay in in May. When did they stop playing games? April. He he was like, they gotta fucking do a trade, or. That route is not my route. I'm out of here. So, right. so in April, you knew that this was this like was, a thing. Yeah. And then the Blazers move up a little in the draft. Right. And then that becomes a thing. Like, oh, my God. And then people were like, they're going to take Brandon Miller at two. And, everyone, and I was kind of like, come on. Who's, like, lying about this? Come on. And then they get Scoot. And it's like, uh-oh. And then the whole time, Blazers are like, no, we think we this can work with both of them. It's like, obviously, you can't. Obviously not. I will say I the, do think they tried the draft night interview when Joe Cronin was like, "Yeah, you know they do have a little bit of overlap, but <laughs> they, yeah, we think we could play together." I've never seen a like a le- it's like, "Sir, you've had several hours to prepare a lie. You could just you could have a sick you could have a good lie like just a line." They should have kept Neil on retainer for that. Well, Neil never asked for help. That was his big problem. Uh, that was okay. his big problem. I will say here, I'll break this news here. Yeah. That water bottle thing, he was not asking for help. He was just drinking water. My man never asked for help. <laughs> that was just he was just very uncomfortable. He was just upset. Yeah. <laughs> he was just up. my man that if you know Neil, you know that he would never ask anyone who works for him to help him out. That is just wow. the antithesis of how he operates. So there was no way that he had gone into an interview and said, "Hey, someone who works for me, I'm going to need you to bail me out." He would never do that. He's a jerk. He wouldn't uh, trust someone under okay. him. Okay, I see. The water bottle is a good coincidence, but it did not happen. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. I he, you know, Cronin seems more like he's gonna be he's gonna be more of a low key guy. He is. He's really low key. And just kind of like do a good job and kind of not not be like the cool executive who's the boss. He's not slick. Yeah. Yeah. 
which I appreciate. I mean, I think I think this whole I think the whole Dame thing is gonna be. <sighs> I I also think he can't be judged until they're done done like until the deadline from the trade to the deadline because they're gonna get something and then try to do something right else they're gonna get Kyle to, Lowry apparently because to, yeah <laughs> because he went to the football game and also that really makes things easier in the trade machine it does that's I, I was, a lot of money. I was that's in a there again salary, that's a 35 yeah. million dollar expiring contract it makes a lot of sense we can have another old guy for scoot worst case scenario you know there's like a, <laughs> a guy who's like another dad yeah, like, and, and uh, Kyle knows if, if there's one thing that Kyle Lowry's good at, it's cheating. He's like he's operated outside <laughs> the rules for most of his career, and I feel like that's good to have for young guys. Yeah, Wiley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's kind of like the anti-scoot. He's like he doesn't have those physical skills and abilities. He like learned how to do it with every other way. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like I'm not good at anything, and look, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I, I played 15 years in the league, and I, I will am, be in the Hall of Fame. I am surprisingly overweight for my job. I'm not that great at any skill that you can name, that you can measure, except Hall of Fame probability on Basketball Reference, which is at eighty five percent. Eighty five percent. He's a Hall of Famer. That means yeah, that means I think he's six time All Star, NBA, NBA champion, champion twenty five in a closeout game at NBA. So the second best shoots player, forty percent from the field. Second best player, guard. championship team. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in. And he's just a guy people like. It yep. seems like yeah. that matters and a lot. The, and the basketball hall of fame is a joke. So yeah. that's for an, uh, uh, next week's podcast. Yeah, are we, I mean, I could go through my favorite. I guess a good Pepe episode would be identifying my favorite basketball hall of fame uh, <laughs> losers who are in there, like some guy that had a good game in high school and got in <laughs> and whatever. Oh, fun! And the NBA. I don't. Do you know about that? You you brought it up. Do they just have a, a truce with them where they're like, we're not going to burn you down by starting an NBA Hall of Fame, which yeah, is what they should I do? I don't know why they should they just don't. have an NBA Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, because like Yao Ming is in the Basketball Hall of Fame, uh-huh. and Yao Ming played like six, seven NBA right. seasons, right. something like that, 01 to 09, yeah. something like that, somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, he would probably be in the NBA one too, because the, the NBA, you know, they're all about... Oh, yeah. Adam Silver is a neoliberal cash. vampire. He was, like, he was like, well, that is our greatest cash cow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. We want those tourists <laughs> yeah, coming exactly. in. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's got us the 10 cent uh, t- television contract. There's a, there's a weird documentary about, I think it was Satnam Singh when um, they were trying to get him to the NBA. Right, He's right, right, yeah. tall, tall athletic oh, guy. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, Mavericks, I think, game yeah, and he went to IMG Academy, and they made a documentary about him leading up to the draft. And Adam Silver is in there. Their inter- Adam Silver is an interview throughout the documentary. That's how, and he is just like, he's like he can't. It's like, he, does he have a boner right now, dude? Yeah, like he Adam d- Silver is he, so he rocked up. Knows, he knows that Indian. He is uh, rocked up market. to tap that market. That dude. that subcontinent uh, he, television market. He has is weird. Wild. He has weird little uh, appendages on like scouring India and Africa and like all parts of the world all trying, to, trying to find that fucking chosen one. And they found Sodom because they heard there was a tall family in some village. So fucking Adam Silver sent a guy to go find their tall kid. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's incredible. Yeah, they, they got, they got eyes. He's got eyes on the whole planet. It's like, if you have like a s- seven foot family, have you been, your someone, mom's pretty tall, right? My you mom's five ten. Okay. I thought she was like six two. No, she's 5'10". She's just, she's like, we have the same size hands. We have the same size feet. 
We have the same size shoulders. My mom was just a beast. She could put you in the torture rack in the post. Yeah, I don't remember one time she hit me. She only hit me, like, punched me once, and I asked her. It's a long story. I asked her to do it, to, and it was really, it really hurt. Uh, yeah, she was, because my mom went to a school. Um, they had 20 kids in her high school, something like that, in, in deep eastern Oregon, just a really small town. And... Um, she got a full ride. She was like, a bucket volleyball scholarship. She was she she could have went D one in volleyball, basketball, or volleyball or basketball, and she just picked volleyball. And she was gonna walk on to the basketball team at Oregon State, but she went to their first practice and she saw the girls were throwing up. They were running so much they were throwing up. Not she for was me. like, "Fuck this!" Not for me. Yeah. 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 A beast. <laughs> Kathy Johnson, a true beast. Yeah, no, I knew that you got your post moves from your mom. <laughs> That's right. Bam, elbow. She's mean streak too. She has a mean streak. Um, I don't know. So maybe by maybe hopefully by the time I post this, which will be tonight, uh, Dame is traded and we can move on. Uh, I'm ready. I think it's funny. I think Scoot wants Dame to be traded. I, I would or say he says he doesn't. But I would say based on everyone's social media stuff. Yeah. The breakup is over. Like it's it, it's, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Scoot will post any dude, any one of his coworkers. He'll post their highlights on Instagram. He's a young man. He's nineteen. He's yeah. using he's using social media a lot. Yeah. Dame hasn't posted a positive thing about the Trailblazers in forever. Dame did a concert here, a rap show here, and the only oh, yeah. teammate of his that came was Anthony Simons. Nobody else oh, showed up. Oh wow. Um, because he probably didn't invite him. Wow. I don't know if he didn't invite him, but it wasn't like, hey, everyone come because this is a team building thing. Yeah. It was like, a, you need to be my friend and Ant is my actual friend. Yeah. Um, wow. And Evan Turner was there. Shout out to E.T. Um, <laughs> he wasn't invited, but he came. But like the team is going <laughs> out of their way to, to not sh- show Dame nah, on yeah. social media. Like this is what uh, someone, a uh, 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 listener uh, to the to the Lockdown Blazers program called a uh, forced separation. Mm-hmm. And we just got to go. We'd, like... Do you think they, the Blazers are going to get any sense, like any really better deal by waiting this Hell long? Hell no. It just seems like it was just a, a worse thing for everybody. It's like, you know, I know people are kind of getting sick of player uh, empowerment and stuff, but it's also like he's going to go to Miami. Right. It, here, here's the thing. It's like you, you ask anyone who's plugged in and they're like, they have to wait. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, and do you think he'll this go? Is like a fake, this is like a fake power move yeah it's like where it's like so where, where what other teams are gonna are gonna like show up and they're like oh well, i still think he gets straight to the heat it's like okay then what yeah the we got to f- do this dance we got to make him uncomfortable it's like we got to wait till december it's like for for fucking what well and i mean the nba might have helped them by passing that law where they can't rest players right right because now they can't agree to just let a guy stay home anymore i wonder if you could agree that he wouldn't show up period oh you know, John, so it's not like John you, Wall style. It's not like you think he's going to show and then he doesn't. Yeah, I wonder if they can do that. It's like if if Dame agrees, hey, I'll stay home, maybe it's fine, like for vibes. Because nobody buys a ticket. But or, Dame won't do that. He's yeah. not stupid. He'll say, right. he'll say, I'd love to play. Yeah. I'll be there and I'd love to play. And they'll be like, fuck. Yeah, that's right. And then it's just it's bad for everybody. And so it's like if a team was going to come forward, they would have come forward in the summer. We got through all of July. We got through all of August. It doesn't seem like a lot of teams pursued it. There's maybe some whispers that, oh, what if OKC gets involved? What if what if Toronto? Toronto, Philly, OKC, yeah. Brooklyn. Bro- I don't think Philly has anything better. Straight up does not have better trade assets mm-hmm. than this is like too deep in the weeds for your listener base, but they don't have better trade assets. Do you than know who you, you are my listener base? Are yeah, you kidding true. me? Okay. 
Philly has less draft picks to trade than yeah. the Heat. Yeah. The Clippers have less draft picks to trade than the Heat. So even if you get involved with the James Harden mess, you're not getting better picks. Those two teams have picks 28 and 30 first yeah, rounders. It sucks. it sucks. It's the same shit. Um, if you were to get, why is some other team going to get involved? You're going to hope that San Antonio or, or Utah. San Antonio's my pick. Yeah, one of those teams that has it. Well, it's like what? What? San Antonio's not going to trade for a 33 year old. No, they're going to trade for a 23 year old. Tyler Hero. Simons. Is that the trick? Uh huh. Simons <laughs> is the key to unlocking this whole beast. Yeah. Um, shout out to a listener of the program who's not going to listen to this, Dr. J. Dr. J's been p- pimping out trading Simons is actually the key forever. So I'm with Oh, you. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. It's, it's, forget about Tyler. It's Simons. It's, it's, I mean, the truth is that. That's, and also, think about that Spurs team. It's kind of cool. Yeah. With Simons. Simons and Devin Vassell and And well, you know who the Spurs point guard is right now? Devontae Graham. Wasn't it uh or who is it? Is Trey it? Jones? Oh, is it Trey Jones? Jones' little brother? Yeah, it's not good. It's not great. Yeah, it's not that's not ideal. They need one. Yeah, they, they need certainly a, every Simons would be an upgrade. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you get Devin I guess you get Kelton Johnson or whatever. No, they keep him. They just give us their picks. Doug McDermott and picks. Yeah. And Zach Collins comes home. Finally. Zach Collins can finally come finally back home. Finally back, baby. Welcome That's back, right. Zach. That's right. Without the pressure of Neil Olshay. They have to take the Charlotte's pick. Because I feel like that Charlotte pick, that could – Charlotte yeah. could exp- – I think there's protections on I think on they it, also have a Chicago Bulls pick. They do. Well, from the DeMar DeRozan trade. And the, and the Bulls, if I had to pick a team to fuck it up, the Bulls, Bulls high on my list. High, high on your list. list. Yeah, they have uh, quite a bit. They, I think the Spurs have three first rounders in this twenty twenty four. They're not going to take. They don't want. They. What can they do with three rookies? They yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah. They yeah. want to. I think they want to. They they want. They probably want a big piece of steak next to Victor to take to get beat up. Right. Sounds like Nurk to me. That sounds, sounds like, like a job Yusuf for Nurk. Nurkish, baby. Yeah. Sounds like a job for a Nurkish to that me. That sounds like a job for a Moses Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, our our summer of hell from hell is nearly over. Hopefully, uh, honestly, if Dame gets traded tonight, this would be the most clandestine episode ever. He won't. He's going to get the uh, media day is October second. He will be traded. I'm just going to call it now on September 28th. September 28th. What day of the week is that? Yeah, look that up. Look that up. Let's let's see because this matters. September 28th is a Thursday. Okay, the 29th, Friday at 5 o'clock. Friday, 5 p.m., Dame <laughs> yeah. gets traded. <laughs> September 29th. Um, Lock it in. That way, no nobody has to – Scoot doesn't have to answer any questions at media day No, about it's already this. done. It's already done. Dame doesn't have to. Will he show up? Won't he show up? No, he's already in Miami. He's, he's good gone. to go, baby. Um, yeah, I think you're right. September so, 29th, 5 p.m. I would say I'm going I'm to say a little bit later. We'll call it 6.30 p.m. West Coast time. Okay. All right, uh, East so Coast is asleep. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like it's truly late. Okay, big blockbuster trade. Everyone, see you later. See you next weekend. And I'll have to record a podcast at yeah, eight o'clock at night. News. Yeah, at eight o'clock at night. Well, thank you for joining us, Mike Richmond. I think we did it. We I did it. This might actually be the longest episode of Pepe well, Sanchez this is in what history. When you get a guest, thirty minutes, easy, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, Mike Richmond, locked on Blazers. You yeah, you don't need to listen to the podcast. If you listen to Pepe Sanchez and you don't know about Lockdown Blazers, you should listen to it. But otherwise, you're cool. We're friends. We're friends. You're all right. What are you you're telling people they not to they listen to? They don't have to. I'm saying they don't have to. Yeah, no they pressure. know, they, no know they don't have no, okay, to. Okay. All right. 
Uh, what's your social medias? Why you want? Fuck social medias. Okay. Um, oh, follow me at Dame underscore Lillard on Instagram. At Dame Dalla, Mike Richmond on levels the Lord allows. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Okay. Bye. <laughs>